0: Time, once again, for the GORP Show, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Josh. What you saw on the screen was uh, a nice little Mona Lisa uh, uh, retelling of the story. Anyway, the 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 reason we bring that up is because GORP today is about uh, Gerard Butler, O'Keefe, Ringo, and Palinuk, all of which, in their own right, are artists. Welcome to the GORP Show, my brother, Nerculus. Nark less. Nick's here. <laughs> uh, welcome back, brothers. We saw Nick uh, on the board game episode, I believe, and we'll have a video game one again soon, and Nick's going to be there again. Also joined by uh, Fry. Whoa. Mo. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, today uh, we bring up these artists in their own right And my stupid art picture that so that we can talk about today art. Our receptacle is an art book when you're sitting on your bed just reading some art books. <laughs> this particular book is Maxfield Parrish. He's a huge name. He was in one in four households in the 1920s. That's pretty awesome. Here's our topics. You ready to get into it? Here we go. Let's pick this one.
1: And we miss you, Brooke. For all you Brookaholics, we're probably looking at here uh, coming up. She'll be in. A, she'll be back, I promise.
0: Brooke's coming back. Uh, here's a nice picture he did. You might recognize that he was in like, a lot of world market reprints. Anyway, uh, the World topic
1: reprints,
0: you know, you go to World Market or Pier One and you have those like fake frames, they're, they're real pictures that are framed or uh, maybe Ross, you know, and it's like <laughs> yeah. uh, they print it. Anyway, the topic is, why are artists so weird? Why don't you start, Josh? Well, we talk about artists and uh, we all just know they're so weird. Like, for instance, I hate to get into the like the hot topics right away, but Kanye West is a weirdo. Like whatever you think about him, whether you love him or hate him or in between, he's he's just weird, dude. He was wearing shoulder pads and ballet tights uh, at a public event. That's all you really need to say about him besides all the other things you could say about him. But even people like Bowie, who are, like, weird in a really cool way. Artists are just weird. They have these quirks, and they don't really fit into things. Maybe that's why they're artists? I don't know. What do you think?
1: Didn't we talk about Bowie being really weird in the, what was it? Was It was the Labyrinth, right? Yeah. And we were like, uh, wow, he really, really, really should not have been dressed like that in a movie for children. But, yeah, he was. Right. he was a bit eccentric. I think there's... There is a lot of studies being done on this. I don't want to dig too deep on Kanye West. Yeah. He he is bipolar and, and he is real bipolar. So I don't wanna I don't wanna beat on that. I mean but I mean you go all the way back to the movie on our other property that we discussed, Loving Vincent, and Van Gogh mm-hmm. cut off his ear to give it to a woman. Michelangelo was a known schizoid. He did not like mm-hmm. to be around people, he wanted to be by himself. smelled right he wasn't agoraphobic he was a schizoid and i think it just it it also has something to do with someone in that state of mind it's it's very hard to find somebody that can relate to you or where your head is at or where your ideas are going Mm -hmm. so you feel alone and then your brain really falls on that like i'm alone i'm the only one and we are communal creatures and in being communal Mm -hmm. creatures if you isolate yourself from that i think i think you're gonna develop some weirdness if that makes Mm -hmm. sense
0: Mm. yeah and want to express it because you can't express it any other way way. that's interesting
1: jackson pollock didn't he have he he uh was autistic what was no he wasn't autistic what did he oh goodness gracious um
0: i think he just
1: had he couldn't he was
0: he was mentally ill as well and i can't think what it was had holes in him that was his problem he just couldn't stop spilling (laughs) paint but it ended up making him a millionaire (laughs) This is a fact that you shouldn't even bother looking up. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's just so uh, well I'll, known.
1: I'll, I'll look it up here in a bit uh, as far as yeah. what, what Pollock had. But yeah, also you got to think the drugs.
2: Uh, drugs, Hudson sure. Struggle with alcoholism? Well, i <laughs> Pollock struggled with alcohol- alcoholism, died at 44 in an alcohol-related single car collision. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, yeah. alcoholism. Thank you for looking that up, Nick. Jackson Pollock had uh, alcoholism and died in an alcohol-related crash. Uh, yep. I apologize. What were you saying in, in, in regards to that? Were you, were you giving us some insight into why you think the artists may have, like, developed alcoholism?
2: Oh, no. I, I was saying, like, like that era, 20th century, like, probably the 20s to the 60s, I think alcoholism mm-hmm. was pretty common among artists. It's just yeah. what happened. And then they yeah. moved Humans. up to... And then they, (laughs) yeah, no, yeah. And then they moved up to like weed and mushrooms and And
0: cocaine. But yeah, uh, the same boat. He's a writer, but that's an art 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 form in its own right, especially with him. Mm -hmm. And he was just like really open about it. Like you just get drunk, right? Mm -hmm. Hemingway was broken in more ways than that. He was broken in more ways than that. But uh, yeah, artists are weird, and I think it just it's kind of like cyclical, you know, like. You're weird, so you can't mm-hmm. really communicate properly, so that you communicate in a weird way, but then the weird way makes people identify with you, which makes you feel weird, so you get weirder, substance abuse is common, lack of mental health uh, coaching or uh, support. I think you're, I think it's more nature than nurture, but you nurture it, and then it becomes natural. Wow, I just wrote that down. Quote me.
2: <laughs>
0: I've never heard that before in my life. sometimes you must have gone to art school yeah i'm not sure if you knew this about me but i went to art school oh (laughs) oh couldn't graduate (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, stick figures didn't get me by (laughs) Uh, let's check it out what's next up on the topics let's go with oh here's a good one also by Maxfield Parrish, pretty nice little picture there. He was really good with lighting, and uh, it was in the age of photography, so he used a lot of live models and such. Anyway, the topic is, who's the best art person?
1: I could lead us off here, but I think that really depends on the art form we're talking about, right? Like, oh, if we're so. talking about acting, we, we yeah. would have huge debates and arguments, and some people would just say, well, who has the most championships? Daniel Day Lewis and Meryl Streep, so they're the they're the best at <laughs> acting,
0: you know. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: If that's what you felt it can't back be on. True it, for everyone though, can't be.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I wouldn't and I wouldn't say that about the the two of them. I, I think they're fantastic, but I don't I don't think they're the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scorsese is is widely considered one of the best directors of all time, and it took him until he was like seventy years old. To win an Oscar, so yeah. I I think that also goes along with that old antage, like art isn't appreciated until the artist is gone,
0: most of the time, right?
1: Because then the people that want to make money off that artist can then come in and sell their art.
0: Yeah, it's a dirty cycle. <laughs> dirty. It's dirty a pretty days. dirty
1: cycle. It is. But who is the best at art? Uh, why? I'll tell you that the person's, the person's story that I enjoyed the most was Michelangelo, and I know I just said this one earlier. But I just think it's funny because the, the final judgment, he included a lot of the cardinals that like commissioned him and kind of, he felt forced to make, to do that painting and to paint the Sistine Chapel. And he hated them, but he was the best mm-hmm. artist of the time. And so he painted a bunch of them in the final judgment uh, going to hell. Like the cardinal, yeah. and he saw the church as a corrupt institution. So he's like, all yeah. right. And I just, I, I think that's kind of cool. Like in no. that era to be so like, Double middle fingers to you, knowing that the church could probably have you killed. But you like, what is it? You ain't gonna do shit, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> And he just he continued to you.
1: press them. Yeah, he just he just kept doing things to push, and they did. And he was right; they they didn't do anything about it. He's like, I'm gonna do yeah. this. And I'm gonna have you doing this over here. I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. everybody you're corrupt, and you're not gonna do anything because I'm not gonna finish yeah. the chapel till I'm about to die. So
0: yeah. your move wow i love that (laughs) stuff those 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 little comebacks, those little i call them like diss tracks right even though it's art it's a painting or a sculpture it's the same as a rapper doing a diss track on you and you last you live (laughs) forever now in infamy and that like it's like um when one of the churches commissioned someone to make a sculpture of lucifer but the church said we're not taking that it's way too sexy uh because he was like really sexy looking (laughs) And yeah. so they hired his brother to do a Lucifer sculpture and he made it sexier on purpose. Now, like, now you got <laughs> Lucifer like pulling his hair back and he's all chiseled up, like looking, he's looking sexy. You know what I mean? And it's just tempting. so funny how artists do that tempting, stuff. Tempting, right? The you know, temptation. Tempting. That's what'll get you yeah, every we time. can't have softcore porn in the church, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> But it's accurate to so fight him. Mm-hmm. Fight the artist mm-hmm. on it. Temptation leads to sin. Fight the yep. artist. He's just telling the truth.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like Rage Against the Machine stuff. F you, I won't do it. You tell me.
1: Why don't you tell us who you thought was the coolest?
0: I think I'll just pick a few categories that are all art, but, you know, in the umbrella. As far as artists go, I, I'm just going to pick a few categories, I guess. Like, a painter. I think Van Gogh's one of the best. Um, but I, I do like all kinds of other artists. There's... Uh, Comic artist, Jim Lee is one of my favorites of all time, but also mm-hmm. whoever the hell did the coloring for Silver Surfer Black. That's one of the coolest comics I ever read. Um, good story, but incredible, mind-blowing art. Uh, mm-hmm. Artists, uh, I think The Roots are maybe the best hip-hop group of all time. They're all great artists, including Questlove, the best drummer and produ- one Wu of the tang best. tang would producers. like a word. I'm sure that Roots would say Wu Tang, and Wu Tang might say Roots sometimes, but they'll always say themselves. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that goes to that. And um, how about artists in the in the realm of acting? I think Jim Carrey doesn't get nearly enough credit.
2: No, mm-hmm. no.
1: I was just watching that. Uh, I was just watching that episode or that the clip that they have. When Fifty Cent is performing, and he's got Jim Carrey on stage, and Jim Carrey just does the hair whip, and Fifty Cent can't even keep rapping without laughing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that clip. You gotta check it out. It's good this is his birthday movie. or something, starts... so they bring him up on stage. Yeah. Have you? Get... <laughs> Oh. what are you thinking for some arts nick what's a some artists that have uh, helped you along uh in your times I feel of like, struggle
2: i feel like you guys have ignored some pretty obvious ones if we're talking about greatest artists of all time i mean you got like you got your taylor swifts you got your mm-hmm. new swifties i mean she's been on she's been on the billboard for like 28 weeks yeah she's like the level one. of popularity yeah yeah I mean sixty
1: thousand, like, right? She sold out a stadium yeah. with sixty thousand and there were still ten thousand
2: people waiting yeah. outside. But like <laughs> but like also you got like your Justin Bieber's who've been one hundred and sixty-three weeks on the billboard top top yeah. position.
1: Yeah. But realistically,
2: even that is overshadowed by BTS, the Korean K pop boy band, yeah. who have yeah. been one hundred and
0: eighty weeks consecutively. 180 one hundred eighty consecutively—that's incredible. That's, I've never seen wild. them perform. I need to watch a music video or something. I'm sure they're really good. <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly, I'm sure they're pretty good. Smooth they're, like it, it's butter. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's just—it's just—it's just
2: K-pop. Yeah, but it's oh, really it's popular. It's pretty, they're okay. really good at it. Y- good. You know,
1: Nick. When you said that stuff, you actually led me to think, Nick, did you watch as much wrestling as your brother and
2: myself did? I, I stopped really watching wrestling in, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you watched it? I did watch wrestling, yeah. So, we, I said
1: acting, and I left out athletic acting okay. with the wrestlers. And I think some of these wrestlers are pretty great artists. Oh. Like, if you go oh, back wrestling. to The Undertaker
2: in the... Oh, yeah, no. The,
1: the Undertaker in the 90s, right? He told a story. Like he
2: was an artist about what he was doing. Yeah. 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 And then he was playing multiple characters. Mm-hmm. Uh did a lot I mean, he was he was like one of the last people to really even do like major drama like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, eventually it's and just that like shtick, that gimmick yeah, character. This, yeah. No, it's like what the hell's the Undertaker's deal for like <laughs> twenty for like twenty years. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like no one do much later in life than i would have liked to admit like i was like is this dude for really undead like what's his deal dude because <laughs> he comes in with the, you know and oh. and like
2: and like everybody else in that era like eventually it just gets to this point where it's just a bunch of like really muscly dudes short hair like almost it's no like storyline like- between like chatting each other out yeah like they're I'm more chat. Oh man, I got this. This guy. So it's just going to go back and forth for a few years, and Undertaker's just in the background, just like summoning (laughs) the forces of evil or something.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you guys can argue all you want. I'm going to put one of you in a casket. Yeah, I mean it's really like it is like one of the last gimmicks of pro wrestling. There's still gimmicks and there's still superstitious like fantasy elements, of course. But like he lasted, outlasted a lot of people, and you have to be really good at your art. If you want to keep that yeah. going, like he kept that facade for way too long in a good way. <laughs> yeah. He's probably my favorite. Did you guys have like
1: a favorite storyline though? Uh, who was the best ever for you guys? Like obviously
2: probably Ric Flair was up there, but like, I I didn't really like, I don't, I don't think I really connected with Ric Flair. Like okay, maybe, maybe if I watched him now, but like, I don't know. <laughs> I just remember being a kid and it was like, he had white hair, so he was old and automatically uncool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Wait, who is this guy? The uh, four horseman that wants this old man? He looked like Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, like, I don't know. All all the wrestlers I know are just a little older than that. So it's yeah. like, uh, you know, kind of Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake. I really liked Ultimate Warrior oh, for some g- reason. Yeah, yeah even him though the I Costume. don't. I mean, he was just he was awesome. Just, well, he's also, he's named the ultimate warrior. So obviously he's yeah. got to be the best.
0: He's got to be the <laughs> ultimate warrior.
2: Just right? like yeah. Macho he
0: Man's got to be the
1: most macho. Like he's you can't get more macho mother. than the Macho Man.
0: Oh, yeah. rest in <laughs> You know what I do remember specifically is I have a really strong memory uh, of the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels era where it's like, who is actually yeah. the coolest guy? That's kind of what their storyline was. Like, no, I'm the coolest guy. No, I'm the coolest guy. And I just like that whole... (laughs) It wasn't much of a storyline, but it was there. And they had an iconic match. Razor Ramon
1: had that with uh, Shawn Michaels as well. They had almost a similar... No, I'm I'm the baddest. I'm the coolest guy. Mm
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) For sure. Anyway, let's switch it up. Let's get off of this and get on to some more of this art. Okay, okay. Here's one It's called... What the heck do you even know about art even? Bro. Oh, I forgot the painting. What do you appreciate about it? What's what's art? What do you like art? What's made you think like, oh, I should look at that more. What do you think, mm. Nick?
1: What is attractive in the art world to you? It's pretty. What do you know? Like bright, like
2: bright colors. Bright colors, like thick lines with smiley faces.
0: Mmm. <laughs>
1: Like, give me, a, give me a smiley face with a big old brush. Use the garage yeah. broom, dip the garage broom in the paint, and make a smiley face.
0: Well, let's talk about this, Nick. What about, like, um, like- you know, we always did a bunch of cartoons and stuff. We love cartoons. But when we discovered anime, when you discovered anime, what was a huge, huge draw with all that?
2: A lot of the early anime, I guess the big draw was that it was very counterculture. So like, for me, we had that, we had a dad who was a bodybuilder is like, you Mm -hmm. know, so he's a big guy, especially when you're like 12 and like, I don't know, nineties, nineties had a lot of action stars and stuff
0: that Mm -hmm. were all like
2: huge muscular men, giant guns, things like that. And then, uh, for me, I guess anime was attractive because it was, uh, it was all different. Like. Uh, there was a lot of homogeny at some point, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in the early nineties and mm-hmm. anime just had all of this weird stuff. Like a character who was short and kind of scrawny could still be really effective as a, you know, like Vegeta's not, or... <laughs> yeah, like Vegeta's a devastating fighter, but he's not really a big guy. Like yeah. you, you put him next to Napa and you're like, oh, well, Napa's clearly the guy who's going to beat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Yeah, turns out it's not even true. I only know one Dragon Ball Z character. I only know
1: Piccolo (laughs) and and Hercule. Just because I had a curly afro when I was Mm -hmm. uh, in high school, and the kids would call me Hercule, and I didn't know they were making fun of me.
0: But yeah, also things like um, you know, Rama one half had a lot of it wasn't macho stuff was an aspect of the plot, but it was more of showing how everyone can do everything kind of thing. Or Sailor Moon, yeah, but also like these little girls are magic wizards. That's cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, but also like. It wasn't just like the character sizes and stuff. Like I really love Tension Wheel. That was a, another really old anime, but hey, the animation quality is really good. But also, you had these cool characters who were like, there's clearly Star Wars influences. Um, mm-hmm. Like some of the costume designs were crazy and like incorporated bodysuits with like Scottish elements, with you know old English elements, with like some Italian shit, and this all came from like a Japanese perspective. So there's so yeah. it's very in in ingrained in a uh, asian culture but it, mm-hmm. you're seeing a lot of
0: other elements kind of mishmashed together in a really cool way yeah i love that too and it was all from a D- japanese perspective like you said and they a lot of them just did a lot of research so the these costumes were like nothing we had seen before um right and then also like what about the writing element like it wasn't necessarily much better writing depending on the show but all the shows had continuity, and they had a plot that was going somewhere, which was not very yeah. common in America.
2: Yeah, Western Western art at the time was not concerned with a large, overarching narrative. It Syndication was really huge back then, so a lot of shows were designed to be digested in just one episode. Yeah, filler stuff. Fillers were really common, and fillers aren't everything, but fillers were really common. In American work, you had a lot of plot lines that just began and ended with one idea, and then you Mm -hmm. just everything resets for the next episode. Or if there was a progression, it wasn't like it wasn't too terribly big of a progression. Um, Right.
0: Everything goes back to normal eventually.
1: What was uh, exciting about it though? What what was the exciting piece of that art? What like what made you want to watch it as a child? Because as a child it, it couldn't have been a lot of the aspects that you respect now as an adult. There had to be something I like where you were going. I actually well, sorry, Nick. Some it... I loved where you were going with the skinny guy can beat up the big guy like aspect yeah, of no. it. Yeah. I wanted to hear well, more about that.
2: And the fight scene. Some of it and was wrong. that. I uh, like you know, the this you could have the Yeah. So some of it some of it was the stuff we were just talking about but also you know there's bright colors there's very expressive faces uh mm-hmm, yeah. characters kind of being able to express different needs i guess or mm-hmm. wants In a beyond just i'm i'm the big muscular guy i'm gonna get the girl i'm gonna beat up everybody around me and that that's that's the entire point of this um mm-hmm. right so I don't know, even not more. even just Dragon Ball, but like uh, I, I like Sailor Moon pretty early on. And that was, you know, that was kind of a weird one. But for a guy, but it uh, it was kind of neat to see a storyline from a female perspective. So I think a big part of it was just on some level I felt starved for different perspectives. OK, yeah. Uh, and I think I think anime for a really long time was able to fill that void of being able to see things from a different perspective than uh, the one I was used to or the one I grew up in.
1: Sorry, that's one of the things that has me the most pissed off about what's going on in Florida is is art. You, you said I, I craved different perspectives, is something you said because I asked you to dig yeah. into when when you were a child, like what would have really appealed to you. And you saying that, trying to dig back into those moments in your life when you were a child, just shows like, hey, art gives these children a world outside of the one they're in it gives so many different perspectives and if you take that away you're left with Mm -hmm. almost a sense of numb if that right yeah
2: i think i think if you take that away then yeah you've got this void inside of you that you don't Mm -hmm. really know how to fill um, Mm -hmm. because you don't have the tools to know how to fill it and you're just kind of left with this void that you either leave unfulfilled or that you find out later or that you you know what you were supposed to be doing there or maybe even you grow resentful of that void and Mm -hmm. kind of hate it it a different way that's more toxic perhaps i think i think that kind of ties back into what we were talking about earlier with uh uh what made artists weird especially like we were talking about the pollock and the 20th century stuff i think that they didn't have a lot of good coping mes- mechanisms for different yeah. problems they were having or experiences that they wanted to see and stuff and i think there was a mm-hmm. big hunger for that uh you know the cross-dressing things like that i think that all ties back into it um mm-hmm. that they weren't allowed to express themselves in certain ways and sometimes that Repre- manifested
1: repressed right in certain ways yeah. mm-hmm.
2: And sometimes that manifested through their art. Sometimes it manifested in less healthy ways like alcoholism or abuse. And that just
0: kind of spiraled out. Yeah. That's so interesting. Sorry, Josh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I I was just agreeing with you too. Yeah, there's going to be an outlet and hopefully you're lucky enough to know how to do something healthy like some sort of art and be allowed to express yourself in the way that works for you i'm I was reminded of just drag queens and how they have these drag shows, and like it's uh, there's a show with about about real life ones and they travel and meet other drag queens and they talk about the stuff and one of the main people in the show was talking to someone else and they said this is not just something fun I do like I have to do this, I can't not do this, I have to be on stage uh-huh. and as this they were is why I am yeah, as they were saying that, they, they started to tear up. They're like, no, I, I, I need this. This is not something that I can just stop doing. Um, the rush mm-hmm. of being on stage, that endorphin you get from co- having accomplished something and showing some someone your stuff, whatever it is, even if it's some some dumb little tchotchkes that you make that you maybe you want to sell on Etsy someday or whatever, Like you have to express yourself some way and people being repressed not allowed to do their art or not allowed to express themselves in the right ways. It causes artists to be weird. Hopefully not humans. as bad. as Yeah. It causes humans to be weird. And it uh, mm-hmm. not, even if you're not an artist, you, you want to see a certain kind of art that now it's being not allowed or whatever is frowned upon. Like even that as an observer, you need to have that. Yeah. I think,
2: I think even if you're not uh, expressing yourself in your art, you need to be able to see yourself, in art sometimes. Yes. Um, yes. And that 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 kind the of Little fits Mermaid back with stuff. The, yeah, the Little Mermaid <laughs> stuff. Uh it fits back like uh the spider verse cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um like I mean that's all about just kind of being the person you want to be.
0: Everyone, uh, Spider Man. Yeah, Beautiful. I
1: think that one thing we we we've established in what do you even know about art is the one thing that if 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 we could talk to a world right now and and the network is working on that we're just growing slowly slowly is is perspective is crucial and Nick that was perfect you totally changed where I was going to go with that question it, it, and I I wholly agree with you in that last instance is perspective is so crucial to life to understanding to developing. Mm-hmm. Right. uh within your life to evolution mm-hmm. perspective Et, nations didn't develop into great nations until they went out and met other nations and developed mm-hmm. and gained a new perspective so mm-hmm. art and being able to that. deliver <laughs>
2: and
1: then that eventually happened but we didn't have to get into that uh, but uh but yeah i think art develop d- delivering part of me is the word i want to go with there perspective to so many different people as long as you live in a place which we should in the United States where it is readily available to you to grab that perspective whether it be on your Netflix queue on your Hulu queue on your Disney queue in a library in a bookstore on your Amazon on Tumblr (laughs) sure right like anywhere you get this stuff get perspective and that's I love that you went there because I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. one thing I know about art is it provides perspective and I know we all need perspective Uh, Josh, on your note, you talked about uh, the the show you were watching with the drag queens. I thought, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys watched Doom Patrol on on Max Oh, I love Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol did the amazing Danny episode with the spirit and his struggles with his homosexuality. And he got to embrace it inside the city of Danny. And that was a whole uh, drag queen show, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Where they're singing
1: and he gets up on stage. That is an amazing, like... Example of how important perception and expressing yourself is.
2: Danny the street I know that's is right. amazing. It's not even, it's not even a real character, but Danny the street is just amazing.
1: <laughs> Danny the street is amazing. I, I wholly agree. Danny the brick, Danny the street, Danny the tire. Danny <laughs> is a great character. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's change it up. I hope you like that little uh, avalanche cameo. But here's a new topic for us, folks. Uh, art imitates life, imitates art, imitates life, imitates art, imitates uh, So that, that's something I'm not sure if you guys have heard the phrase, because I I went to art school, so <laughs> I, I learned it.
2: I've never heard um, it before in it, my life.
0: It's just <laughs> for anyone who actually doesn't. It's just how like things are reflected in art. And then they become reflected in life. And it's a cyclical, cyclical pattern. The chicken or the egg is not the same thing. Because it was, it was the egg first, by the way. It wasn't the chicken. That's the fact. But uh, not the same with art. Uh, life imitates art. We see something. Someone drew a weird hat. So now we're going to wear that weird hat. And now it becomes real. So then, I don't know. The it, It's a really awesome phenomenon of humanity. And it's one of the coolest aspects of our existence, I think.
1: Do you consider your imagination art? I
0: think it's personal artistic concepts, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I think it has to be realized before it's art. You know what I mean? But
2: I I just think
1: think that in your head, go ahead, Nick.
2: I think it's definitely a part of it. I mean, your, your imagination influences literally everything you do. Um, so I think there's a part that's like, I, I think it's a part of art. Um, Mm. I was trying to say it's the heart, but like, then I realized there's way too many No, there's too many words that rhyme and it's it's clunky (laughs) Um, but like, I I think that it's definitely like, kind of the central theme of art is just kind of your imagination and then how you express that and, uh, you know sometimes that's painting and it's a lot of, you know there's a lot of mental strain that kind of comes with you know, mm-hmm. putting your art out there. So you want to express it, but expression isn't always a thing that it, it doesn't always fit these parameters that you, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't fit the picture. The picture you draw on the page isn't the picture that you had in your head. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, so sometimes I think art is a little bit of an interaction between that and the real world. Mm-hmm. So like if I have a story in my head and I write a story, but uh, it doesn't turn out quite the way I wanted it to in the beginning then you know sometimes that's for the better um yeah and i I think the world has a real
0: influence there that's cool mm-hmm. I like that so the catalyst is going down on the paper or whatever yeah is that the same thing you just said
2: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: oxidize it
0: yeah right
1: do you so so it's funny you said life imitates art and i, I went immediately to you believe your imagination is art uh, this is going to mm. sound super weird, and 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 stay with me on a hypothetical level, please. Don't think I actually think this, but when I'm in a moment, whether it be jogging, or cooling down, walking, or uh, lifting mm-hmm. weights, I I imagine like sometimes my brain will slip into the past, right? Nostalgia. Think about mm-hmm. scenarios or events that have occurred, and then it'll deviate. Not to use Nick's Spider-Man multiverse thing, but it'll okay. deviate into all the possible outcomes if I had made different choices there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
0: the brainstorm, right? Thing,
1: like, yeah. wh- wh- and, and your brain—I don't know if this happens with you guys, but it happens with me. My brain will write the story that Nick's referring to in my head. Like I mm-hmm. vividly see the pictures in my imagination of how yeah. it would have turned out and what I'd be doing, and I could see it. I could see the faces. I could see the conversations, all That's of that stuff. Yep. And, and I, I think that comes also from the influence of art that I've seen, whether it be in a video game, in a comic book, in mm. a uh, chapter book, in a, a epic novel. Yeah. yeah. Or, or a rom-com or a movie. Right. right. So that that's why I say like, I think my imagination is, is created by the art that it's influenced by, by the oh, perspectives <laughs> that it's seen. Uh, and, yeah. I think I tried to imitate it.
2: Yeah, dude. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I would I would never have thought of a blue hedgehog that runs really mm-hmm. fast. Um, <laughs> I just if I was left to my own device, that would never have been a thought that comes. In, and now that's that like that is a part of who I am. It's not, the hedgehog, <laughs> it's not necessarily yeah. a big part, but, you know, I, I, it's I a think piece of on, it, it is a it is a piece of me that I did not create. Um, yeah, I, he's in I your head now. Yeah, I mean, you're psyche.
0: Every Jeez, time you see a hedgehog, son. right?
1: No, like like yeah, every no, time you a see a bit. hedgehog you think of a blue hedgehog.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like what but what if blue <laughs> <Yeah>. and fast? <laughs> yeah. You
1: get in a little exercise ball. They're like, "Sir, that this yeah. is a pet store. That's not your hedgehog." You're like, "I'm just doing <laughs> an experiment."
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or um well my thought about the art imitates life stuff is just like the, the best example I could think of is where like you see something cool on TV and you try to imitate it or a character right. that you like or this like how um, a lot of anime geeks like try to emulate the cringy characters that they like on the show and it's yeah. really it doesn't translate well to real life but people really do it now. or also like the, the tough guy you see a tough guy on TV and you want to act like a tough guy so you emulate those guys um it's art and it's imitating or, or andrew dice clay you remember that comedian that was a character and then he just started being that character that's who he is now mm-hmm. the, the leather you know what i mean um or uh people trying to act like they did they heard a song that you know some nwa stuff and like they want to be hard too mm-hmm. and etc and that creates new rappers and new artists and new actors and new comedians that are right. emulating their their old stuff, and then they are the ones giving the art to other people who are making it into their life, et cetera. And I, yeah, I already started with this, but it's just I just love that concept. Like it's it's within us; it's everywhere. Art,
1: man, mm-hmm. I dig that. I dig that. What's uh what's our our last uh? Ooh. Oh yeah, let's pull one the more gorp- topic, <laughs> eh, buddy. Gorp the gorp tastic
0: topic. <laughs> <Gorp-tastic>. <laughs> um. Okay, let's talk about this one. That's early uh, 90s, by the way. We've gone into how, like, <laughs> uh, the art can be anything, and art's just an expression, and blah, 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 blah. So, what art are you doing? What art are you doing? If you could say that, hmm. uh, like, what's what's something that you're doing as public a... Public speaking. What are you
1: that's what I'm it's doing. In art.
0: Public speaking.
1: I, I think that's an art form. It? Absolutely. I, man, you've met me. Come on. I'm, I'm not good at sticking to scripts. I, I, I'm i yeah. good at an outline. Give me an outline and I can roll with yeah. an outline, but I can't do not tell me exactly what to do, because odds mm-hmm. are you and I do not agree on what the right thing to do is. So, yeah, public speaking, like uh, even right now, I'm deciding whether or not uh, for my Toastmasters group, I'm going to give my icebreaker this week or even go this week. But that that is something that I think is the art that I'm doing. And it's it's the art that I was blessed with is I I have an ability to improvise a speech at at any point in Mm -hmm. time or or, or a a dialogue with somebody at any point in time. So that that's the art. A lot of folks would
0: kill for that. A lot of folks would kill for that. That's something And you cultivated it and you've like carved it down to your own style and stuff. What about you, Nick? You got some art? What's you working on right now? Oh well, I don't
2: know, but I write sometimes. I like writing. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I like expressing myself with writing. Uh, I like using my hair to express myself. Well, you just dyed blue and you cut it short a little, bit, a little shorter. Yeah. Well, it's mostly just a "Don't hug me, I'm scared" reference. But I'm um, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, I'm getting it dyed tomorrow. But uh I like doing food honestly. I really love expressing yeah. myself food. I was food. hoping you
0: mentioned the food. You're always thinking oh, about a new sauce it was or something. Bait. It was bait. What? Sauce? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're always like you're always in the mindset of creating a new sauce or you made your own your own recipe for pizza dough that's better than the pizzeria. And um yeah, you you got you got some real artsy stuff with the foods.
2: Well, yeah, no, I, I think it's a lot. I like having fun in the kitchen. Um, I mean, I cook, I, I cook as a job, but and that's fun too. But I, I think, I th- actually, honestly, just about any chef you talk to, uh, who mm-hmm. works professionally, I, I think they get used to cooking in a specific menu, but um, they all really just kind of froth at the mouth at the idea of, uh, mm-hmm. getting to get creative and do something unusual. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you made a cheeseburger um, pizza. Mm. Cheeseburger pizza, and a beef Wellington <laughs> I mean, that, one time. Yeah, we always joke I about. Like- it's not really a joke, but like I, I like to cook efficiently and in in bulk, so like I can feed a church group if I had to, for a decent <laughs> price. And Nick, like he thinks of like what's the best thing I can make that'll make everyone salivate and. Uh, It's like something you'd see in a magazine. The presentation's incredible. Like Nick puts a lot of love into what he's making.
2: Some lambs, all kinds of weird stuff. (laughs) Uh, But I like painting minis.
0: Oh yeah, you paint miniatures for uh, D&D and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got some coming
2: in shortly. Nice. Okay, That's what's up. You got the airbrush and the tiny
0: brush. I need need to learn how to do more. And that's actually nope. uh, that goes into me sort of because you and I are both going to be doing. We started a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, um, and that's a form of art, especially. I thought the you were D&D about to say camp.
1: It. I thought you were about we, to stop at camp. We started Dungeons and Dragons camp, and I was like, "Go
0: on."
2: We're but going. You... <laughs> to, we're going to D and D camp. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, um... I will follow you down this trail. <laughs> Yeah,
0: awesome. campaigns—it actually does sound incredible. D and D camp, I would pay like, a We lot should just of money open up
2: a—we should open up like a summer camp for kids that we, mm-hmm. we just—we just sit around a fire and play D and D. they have Portal little books or something.
0: That sounds incredible. But like, yeah, that's a wonderful form of expression.
2: They all—they all get in like the cafeteria area during the day and paint minis, and then like, yep.
0: yeah, and turkey legs—nothing we... but turkey legs. <laughs> nothing but turkey for three months <laughs> but yeah that's a, a great form of uh expression uh, you can call it art i suppose like making all the the accoutrement to the game but also the act of playing the game it's like a really slow motion improv with fantasy elements and that's just fun yeah. for everyone to express themselves through a character that's not them and they really work it's on making that character rules. fleshed out pretend with rules it's really wonderful that's some art. Uh, with, uh, yeah. Oh, well, like uh, for me, uh, I paint and I do drawing and blah, 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 blah. There's always something on my mind art related. It's kind of never this not on the my mind. i first time
2: hearing about any of this.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if you knew this, but I went to art school. Um, but anyway, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I like to do art. I, my output is not nearly what I'd like it to be, but I think every artist would say that. But uh, anyway, that's just some art appreciation. Uh, Talking about art today, and uh, I think we got to the uh, very bare bones of the basics. that We didn't really get anywhere. Uh, but this has been GORP. You can uh, reach us at GORP Show on Twitter or at the Sad Fan Media on YouTubes. My name's been Josh. Mike art is available at J.R. Berkeley on the gram. Nick, thanks for coming out again. Oh, no problem. Mm-hmm.
1: Where can they reach you, Nick? Where can they see some of the stuff you've done?
2: Nobody nobody can see me. Ever. Nobody
1: knows. Okay, John, John Cena. John Cena over <laughs> here. Nobody can see me. <laughs> I've,
2: uh, I'm have i just a figment of your imagination.
0: And he oh. left! <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure he logs back in so we get the file. Um, Alright,
1: well, I'm Fry, and you can read us at the Sad Fan 12. This has been Art distracted. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week.
0: Yeah, next week, (laughs) guys.